Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. We got a trio of threes talking about a four. <laughs> Just because it's called a stereotype doesn't make it a lie. <laughs> you can put that on my greatness statue, that okay. quote right there. A member of the Global Ag Network. America. Well, now, Ashton, they didn't get in the back seat of your pickup because I think I can still hear something. No, they did not. Okay, good. Maybe maybe that's just Landon's. Whoever's behind that curtain behind Landon. Well, guys, this whoever's uh, like pull- whoever what putting putting who whoever like captured Landon and putting like the gun to his head and telling him what to say. Yeah, I mean, I keep telling him. Well, I tell him to like shake his hair or something on his head, but that ain't gonna happen. So, uh, to, to, you know, let us know if he's in. In trouble or not. Well, guys, that's, huh? That's the case. I just hope they pull the trigger. Can I please do my intro? <laughs> this Sorry. is. The, oh, wait. I can play one of Ashton's voice drops she did, but uh, I'll add that in post production. Guys, this is the Dryland Farmer podcast, and we've got a, the whole panel. I think this is like the permanent panel now. We've got Casey. We've got, we've got Casey. Uh, I want to say Conrad, but that's another guy that I know. This is Casey Seymour, and he's up in Nebraska, and we'll find out what his state is best at. And uh, Landon's in Hereford, Texas. We all know what that's all about. And then we've got, of course, the lovely, the great Ashton Carr down in the Hub City, sitting in her pickup. What are you on, about 34th Street, Ashton? I'm actually on 45th. Damn, pretty damn close. Like 45th, are you like east east of Avenue Q? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm west of Avenue Q. (laughs) Oh, that's a relief. Okay, that's a little little safer for you. Well, so guys, we're kind of covering all, we're covering multiple states, we're covering multiple time zones in the Dryland Farmer podcast, but uh, we're great and happy to be back here. We've got everybody here, like I said, and um, so this week we're covering a article we ran across, or I ran across, and they listed what each state is best at, and it's not necessarily what you would think would uh, a state would like to be known for. I mean, these are all really, I mean, positive things to uh to be proud of but they're really not something you really want to ride home about so um we're going to cover that on this great episode of the dry line farmer podcast casey what's been going on in uh tell tell us about the uh, happenings in your, the aerial industry the aviation industry in uh scotts bluff nebraska a crop duster trying to to uh take out a power line pole and he he managed to do that pretty well and he took down like 10 or 12 poles or something like that and Crashed into a semi as it was driving down the road. So it was a it was a good day. Knocked the power out of town for a little while. I think everybody's fine. Another yeah. pilot walked away all right. The truck driver sounds, I guess, got hurt worse than anybody else. Jeez, that sounds like a scene out of North and Northwest. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty wild. So, <laughs> did he hit every pole on the way down? <laughs> well, I think he just I think he just hit the wires, oh, and then as he as the wires were getting taunt, they uh, taunt. they ripped about. Ten of them out of ground, out of the ground, I guess. So yeah. Power after four hours. So on. did he clip the trailer of the, or what did he hit? I think he hit the cab, Mikey. But damn, guy was just driving by. And, I mean, if he'd have just waited two minutes to leave wherever he left this morning, he'd have totally been fine. But or, or seconds, yeah, yeah. So wow. A, 
What was he? Was he? Was he drifting on somebody's soybeans? Is that what he's doing, or what? <laughs> no, we don't have soybeans out here. Oh no, soybeans. Just oh, that's right. No. Y'all are like us. Edible beans, probably. Edible beans. I guess, or maybe something. Spraying that. Second. Eighteen wheels. Eighteen <laughs> wheels and a dozen stitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, he's here all week. <laughs> Oh, that real <laughs> sensitive there, Landon. And they probably listed him as COVID positive too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got COVID. Casey Casey said everybody lived. Everybody lived. But she's still you still get a COVID case out of the door no matter what. Hey, everybody you, lived. I can quote Kathy Matea. Oh God. <laughs> Kathy Matea. There's a pool you hadn't heard in a long time. That's a great Waiting pool. for the guys from South Park to come out with the uh you know in, in uh Team America, that song, Everyone's Got AIDS. Like, everyone's got COVID. <laughs> I, still can't, uh. I still can't forget the song, America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Ashton, have you, seen, have you seen Team America World Police? I have not. That's pro- uh. you're, you're probably a little too classy for that kind of movie. It's uh, There's puppets <laughs> that have intercourse, and, um, <laughs> and they puke on it. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing, Ashton. It's a whole. Yeah. It's from the creators of it's South Park. Oh, it's funny. There's no there's Tom, no there's no question. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a it's a quality it's a quality flick. So um, so Landon, what's been going on? I hey, I went to Hereford Grain today and got my dividend check, and man. Are my arms sore? Because that was a heavy check, man. It was great. Yeah, we try to take care of you. Yeah, it's a it, dividend time. Of course, uh, normally we would have the Danny's Fins and Hens. Now, Ashton, have you ever partaken of Fins and Hens? I don't believe I have. They're the, they're based out of Lubbock. They're the they're the go to caterer for all co op annual meetings. You know what I'm talking about? Where they have it in like the Bull Barn or the uh, you um, any type of building that was built before the civil war and they still have annual meetings there for all the co-op members and they get their 37 dollar uh dividend check from the phone board or whatever you've never been, yeah i'm sure you've been to some kind of rural co-op meeting haven't you ashton no i haven't actually it's it, it's pretty off the hook it goes well into the late hours of 8 30 in the evening wow pretty pretty late for you guys huh yeah, you know, used to at our annual REC meeting, they would have a, uh, what, Landon, what would you call it? It wasn't like a Statler Brothers like cover band or something. They always had some kind of gospel slash, I don't know. Um, like the like the Gaither Brothers? The Gaither Brothers. <laughs> 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 the, they were like the Oak Ridge Boys, but without the good looks, you know. Yeah. Is kind of what they were. So, uh, oh, that's, Casey, y'all have got to have them up there. What's that? The co-op annual Ethan meetings? Brothers? Well, yeah, that too. I've never been to one. You know what I'm talking about, though. The old rural electric oh, cooperative yeah. or the, you know, the yeah. Scotts Bluff uh, Farmers Co-op. Or we used to have a consumers co-op where uh, basically they were mostly fuel. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a hoot and a half, man. It's a hoot and a half. Exactly right. Landon just put on his sombrero. And um, some cool stuff back here. I don't know why he. Why do you have that? Well, Len is wearing a sombrero. It's about like what a Hasidic a, Jew. <laughs> I'm one of, the, one, of the, one of the three amigos here. No, yeah, I'm just saying that my wife's got to hang on the wall. I don't know where she found it. Maybe no, that's Seek. He's a Seek, and he's Casey. Oh, yeah, yeah, Seek. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Ashton. Yeah, no, so, now, Ashton, give us a lowdown on the on the young people here going back to college. What's what's the uh, atmosphere like? Are the bars opening back up? What's going on? There's been a few bars that are opening back up, but they have like 
food there as well, so it's not like the full bar um, atmosphere, I guess. But things are slowly starting to open back up. I'm a little bit nervous now that all these kids are coming back into town. But from what it sounds like, things are looking up, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. You know, So they've been to the uh, Blue Light if they open back up or uh, the library. Yeah, Blue Light actually opened up last weekend. They're at like 50% capacity. It's BYOB. Um, but yeah, they opened up last weekend, and I, I guess it went well for them because they're going to have another show on Thursday. Very nice. Is it going to be 50 Cent? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I would be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? Uh, everybody wants to see somebody that's gotten shot 47 times. Probably looks like <laughs> that crop duster that hit 12 poles in a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good possibility. Well, Casey sounds extremely excited to be on the podcast, so I guess we're going to go ahead and move into our (laughs) main segment. Object, object to the tits. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so we're going to get into this. We'll be right back after this message from. Oh, this this is our first ever on-site, on-location reporter. We've got Tom Tenseth in this break. He's going to give us his latest weather uh, observations. And um, he just did it on his own. He wasn't even asked. But, hey, it worked. It's going on the Internet. He's already got it on the Internet. And now it's on the Drylon Farmer Podcast. Take it away, Tom. You've seen him everywhere. You've seen him nowhere. It's Tom the Tank Man Tenseth. Always here with your most trusted and your most reliable weather resource, Tom. The Tank Man Tenseth is here to give all of your latest weather-breaking stories, even though he wasn't even asked for it. But here he is, Tom, the Tank Man Tenseth. This is Tom Tenseth field reporter for the Dry Line Farmer Podcast. Here I am, south of Dumas, and look at what we got outside, guys. It's rain. Join us next week with another forecast from Tom, the Tank Man, Jensen, only on the Dry Line Farmer Podcast. And uh, while we were in the break, uh, Leonard greatly, uh, I greatly appreciate his reminder of our newest, and I haven't told him that he's our newest correspondent yet, but Tom Tinseth has taken it upon himself to do these remote forecasts and weather, oh, what do you call them, observations. So uh, we're real excited to have Tom on the team. Um, he's going to get paid just as much as I am and Landon and Ashton <laughs> and Casey. So he's on the payroll there. We're really excited to have him. We're going to try to – he had a uh, weather – I guess it was an observation or remote a remote broadcast from – I don't know if it was from his home and whether wherever the hell he's from, the Metroplex. But um, I'm glad Landon uh, mentioned that. So we're going to get him – we're going to have to get him on the podcast sometime and um, really get his thoughts on life in general and um, maybe even some weather. So thanks, Tom. We'll get you in here. And without further ado, let's get into America the Beautiful on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. 
All right. Yeah, y'all can't hear that, but I got the national anthem playing in the background here, and I know. Well, I mean, I tell you what, I'm just on fire tonight. I'm getting, I'm getting laughs from the back, back seats over there. You came out firing, man. <laughs> I did I came out firing? Well, why don't we go ahead and get to the material? Since apparently I can't make any improvisational material up as anyway. So, um, we're just going to go down the alphabetical list. Now, this is from Thrillist.com, or maybe Thrill. I guess Thrill List. There's, there's only two L's, but we're going to call it Thrillist.com. And um, so we're just going to gotta go down alphabetical, and I'll start off here. And y'all just chime in anything that uh, strikes your fancy or y'all have a comment on this. So we've got Alabama. Now, Alabama's obviously the first because they got the uh, most concealed carry licenses in the country. I don't know. So they have a little sub-quote here, and it says, If everybody in Alabama lived by the motto, Sun's out, guns out, you'd be led to believe the sun practically never shines in the heart of Dixie. Uh, that's Texas Tech. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, do you, you probably have your concealed, don't you, Ashton? I don't, but I I do want to get it. It's a it's a whole process. You have to aim at a target. What do you have to aim at a target like five feet from your face? Yeah, you start out you start out like nine feet away. Yeah, and it gets it gets all the way to like twenty five feet away, which is a pretty good bonus. So did I give you a slingshot from like a foot away or something? Or I mean, is it just your like nine millimeter or what do you got going? I give you a pocket knife. <laughs> oh, you throw, you're throwing knives now. Now, Casey, I'm sure you probably got yours. You're a gun. No, I know. I had it. I had it for a while. I got it for the novelty when it first happened when I lived in Kansas. And then that first and felony. Then after you killed those guys. Yeah. It kind of got to the point where you couldn't take it anywhere. So I didn't quite understand the point of having it. So I kind of let it last. Only criminals are allowed with guns in here. Nobody with a concealed permit. Yes. Now in Kansas, they they wrote it into the Constitution that you can. Well, hell, Oklahoma. That makes a lot of. Oklahoma's got open carry. Yeah, I don't even think you have to have a permit. I I kind of have the. I mean, I'm, I'm a full supporter of still carrying everything, but I think there's should be a level of training that you have to go through. Not some, I wouldn't quite put that as a uh, constitutional you, right. You mean, Oklahoma, you, mean, you get in trouble if you don't have a gun on you. Yeah. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Yeah. You mean, you mean grandpappy taking you out bear hunting isn't enough training? No, I think you might need to go through some. You know, some official actual training, training. Actual yeah. training with a handgun. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, so that's not moving on. We got Alaska. Now they've got the most pilots per capita. Now that's what they're they're. I don't know how you're best at being at having the most pilots per capita. I mean, that's like isn't that like the only way to travel across Alaska is in an airplane, like a single engine airplane. Isn't that? It does have its benefits. Yeah. 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 I mean, when the state. I mean. Would, go ahead. You, I mean, you either have uh, those those little planes or a dog sled. I mean, pick your poison. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're either getting there in an hour or you're getting in there in a month. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. if all the dogs make it. You know, I'm sure. I don't know if they have a spare dog or not, but uh, they do. Uh, they do have <laughs> spare planes laying around. So it's a uh, that's kind of like, that's yeah. That's kind of like saying uh, New York's known for having the most subways. Well, yeah, it's the biggest city in the country, I would think so. And they all live on top of each other, even though they're all moving away. So Arizona, I don't know. I'm thinking Texas is almost going to be the sunniest state. But Arizona is best at being the sunniest state. And 
mainly because they don't observe daylight savings, which kind of goes against the whole thing of having being the sunniest state since they're having less daytime during working hours. So I don't really get that. But um, I don't, I've flown over Arizona many times going to Vegas, but that's about the only time I've ever been in Arizona. No, I we landed in there in Phoenix one time. It, it was it was not no, very sunny can't. because it was five in the morning. So uh, yeah, great times, great times. So. Moving now, we're getting into the south over here in the south now, Arkansas. Now, before y'all look, what do you think Arkansas would be the best at? I mean, if you've already looked, you probably weren't going to think what the article says. But what would y'all have thought Arkansas would be the best at? Entertainment most marriages, most cousins. <laughs> See, I would think you would have the fewest amount of cousins because you're already married to them. So. That's what I just said. Cousin, cousin siblings. Cousin, oh, cousin siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, that's probably true. And, of course, that's stereotypical. And the reason it's, you know, it's just like I said, Ashton, just because it's a stereotype doesn't make it not true. Those are some great words to live by. It's, it's, a, it's something, a mantra everybody needs to live by. So, But, no, this says Arkansas has the most dog owners. This says uh, 47% of households in Arkansas owned a dog in 2011. That's right. Bill Clinton is not the only dog from Arkansas. Hey, oh, they really it's, work. It's your dog, because <laughs> <laughs> it's your dog. Uh, oh no, we get it. So, okay, California, most breastfed babies. Do you do y'all believe this? Is you think would y'all agree with this? Or I mean, a lot of the you know the racks over in California are you know not necessarily all natural. It might be the most breastfed babies, but it's not probably by the moms. <laughs> <They're> probably <laughs> hire somebody. <laughs> You're saying there's some sur- there you, they got some wet nurses of California still. They got some they got some surrogate surrogate feeders. <laughs> <laughs> they put they get those cats just like a dairy. They just pull those babies off the cows, man, and then they just work them over. Most breastfed mm-hmm. babies it's probably it probably taste a little rubbery over there, but I don't know. I've never I haven't been to California but one time, and that was probably enough. So. Colorado. Now, Colorado, you would probably think, okay, they're probably the best at getting high, maybe, or going down a mountain really fast. They're That's either, what she said. They're either, <laughs> they're either going up or going down. <laughs> and they're really good at it. So, But no, this article says they are the least obese. Now, I can get with this because well, we, went, we just got back from Colorado a couple weeks ago, and everybody's walking there. You don't see any fat, like really obese people in the mountains. It's just crap, Brent. That that whole state has the munchies. Yeah. Well, so um, <laughs> it's interesting you say that because the quote in this uh, in this state says, "But just give it a few more years of having legalized pot, and the 2018 version of this list will be oh, this is very old. The list uh, will be the greatest Funyuns consumption state, which Funyuns are probably disgusting up there with olives and tomatoes because." I love onions. They're oh the best. God, don't eat, don't eat it on a first date. Is all I can say. So uh, we got we're getting up here now. We're in New England. We've got Connecticut, Delaware. Now Connecticut's got the most twin births. Delaware is the most moderate. Isn't that where the a hole Joe Biden's from? Isn't he from Word. Delaware? Yeah. Yeah. He's not the most yeah. moderate. Yeah. Well, so, he's uh, he's not even. He's not even the captain of his party. So he, no. I think AOC forgot to eat she, that, that uh, Bernie Sanders lost the nomination last night. So yeah, <laughs> that that was pretty sweet. That um, that Bo Bernie was uh, 
was getting nominated by AOC. Boy, I bet I'm surprised she didn't wake or not wake up this morning. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't accidentally commit suicide. That was that was pretty shocking. Yeah. So, uh, but Connecticut, the most twin births, it said nearly five percent of births in Connecticut are twins, which almost explains how the Winklevoss twins were involved in the creation of Facebook. But not quite. Boy, those guys yeah. did get kind of screwed. So yeah. now Florida. Now Florida is known for a whole lot of things, and most of them aren't positive. But um, you, you they're known for making all the rest of the states look good. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's exactly what it should have been. I don't know where they got this survey from, but um, they should have gone to Landon's house. So Florida, they have the most four-year-olds in preschool. I'm surprised this doesn't say they have the most nine-year-olds in preschool in Florida <laughs> because I've been to Florida uh, just in the airport and I wanted to go uh, go take an English class. So this says this state is famous for its old people, but Florida still makes early childhood education a priority with 78.5% of the state's four-year-olds enrolled in preschool. Well, that's just because it's so hot outside. So. Well, I'm surprised there's not the most four-year-olds enrolled in a wrestling school. <laughs> or a uh, or most four-year-olds um, abused by st- uh, wicked stage mothers. Oh, uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, now, just going north a little bit, we've got Georgia. Now, Georgia is known as the top peanut producer. That's really yeah. something like... So, okay, um, Ashton, if a guy from Georgia came over to Texas Tech, do you th- would that be a really good pickup line to say, "Hey man, I- hey baby, I came from Georgia. We're the top peanut producers." Would that would that really uh, strike your fancy, or what would that do for you? You know, I I really don't think it would. And I actually one of my friends is from Georgia uh, that goes out here, and he was like a big goat guy, and that still just didn't do it for anyone. I don't think goats isn't an aphrodisiac. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think for me personally, no. I mean, it takes a special gal to really turn to have a shepherd turn her turn her screws, man. I tell you what, I like how these are all funny until this one. It's just like, oh, here's just a here's just an actual actual fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so now Hawaii. Now this is kind of a no shit deal, but they're the least likely to collide with the deer. That's not true. It's not true. Uh, How's no, there's an axis deer. Axis deer in uh, in Hawaii are a real problem. Axis deer. Yeah. Axis axis deer. One's like Bambi Brent. <laughs> Bambi was kind of a little dumb. bitch anyway, wasn't, he? wasn't she? Axis deer. So, axis boy. deer. So, that's kind of like saying Arizona would be known for least likely to collide with a fish. I mean, I mean, come on. That's really not a really hard stretch to get to. Is that the best thing you could come up with for Hawaii? Least likely. To, how about the sunniest state? Or maybe summer all year long? Or maybe beaches? Arizona already got the sunniest. I know. They should, they should have had it. Dog the bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. Dog the bounty hunter. The state most likely to collide with Dog the bounty hunter's wife's chest. Yeah. Most- <laughs> Most, most likely to get your ass beat by a by a suntan middle aged woman <laughs> by a suntan hobo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we're getting back over here on the mainland. We've got Idaho now. Casey, you're let's see. Now you're not. How close is Nebraska? Oh no, no, you're. Oh yeah, you're not too far. You're a you're a Wyoming yeah. away from Idaho. So it's uh, a ways. It's yeah. a ways. It's a ways. And yeah. um, 
when you, when we get down to Wyoming, it'll be the last state here, but it's a really good state to go across and have a one night stand if you if you really want to. But um, we're uh, we're here in Idaho, and I yes. Idaho. I just went to Wyoming and didn't get some. Idahoans have the cheapest groceries. That's probably because all they do is eat tree bark and and like pine needles or something. Isn't that all they have up there? Well, I guess they have potatoes. Uh, potatoes, yeah. yeah Idaho potatoes. Idaho. Yeah. Potato. Idaho yeah. potatoes. So, um, but they've also got dairies because they've they've moved down here to the Texas. Potatoes. So, yeah. um, uh, Casey, what is the cheapest grocery, Casey, uh, that will go the furthest? Oh, uh, and probably like ramen noodles, man. Yeah, I would say that goes to the top pretty quick. Casey, yeah. uh, Landon. Now, now let me go to Ashton. Ashton, now you're in college. Now, right, you're you're you in go. that cheap food thing. Now, what's the big pot? Is there a popular cheap food right now? Um, I would say like minute mashed potatoes might be a good one. Minute mashed, well, he's like powdered do- uh, powdered donuts. That sounds good right now. Powdered, <laughs> yeah, powdered yeah, potatoes. like powdered. Yeah. yeah, it's like a meal ready to eat, like the MREs for the military. Casey, you're all uh, big into the lifting weights. Do you eat those MREs like it's a piece of jerky that looks like a wallet or something that you eat while you're lifting like a transmission? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because I would be, uh, I wouldn't, I don't think that'd go down very well. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, okay. So when you go to the gym, do you carry the, the gallon jug of water around? Are you that guy? I set off the long alarm. <laughs> He's got, does it, does it have, is it the milk jug and it's got the graduated lines on it? Like you have to do this by, you have to drink a half a gallon by one o'clock or you have to kick your own ass. <laughs> That's true. Gotta get some. Oh man. Okay. Now Illinois. Now obviously there's got to be the best at murder. You would think so. I'm damn sure that. Yeah, I would. I would say that they have the uh, most case of homicide would be a pretty pretty safe bet. But ironically enough, it says the most units of local government. Now, of course, this apparently this article is a few. uh, You know, it's not current, but it still works for our purposes. But the quote here says, somehow the land of Lincoln has more recently been bad as Blagojevich, who haven't, hasn't heard that name in a long time, at one point seeing four of its previous seven governors land in jail. But that may be explained by having so many so many units of local government since nobody can remember who does what anymore. Yeah, but I know what they do. They go to jail. So, okay, yeah, I would say that's probably an incorrect one. They're, they're the best at killing each other. So well, let me get this straight. Go ahead. More, more, more government doesn't make you safer. I guess not. That's what it's. I mean, basically, that's what <laughs> our statistics are telling us right here. So it's a, it's an ironic statistic that we that we run across. So now now we're getting into the really the party states. Uh, we're getting into Indiana. Now Indiana oh. is known for they're known for like nothing. I guess they got that circle track that everybody. Uh, Everybody likes to see what. When's the Indianapolis 500? It, it's not. That's uh, Daytona's in February. Is that when's the where's the when's the um, Indy 500? Anybody know? I think it's it's right around the same time as Daytona. Is I think. It? Okay. I kind of thought it was in the is kind of later later winter time, but I didn't didn't know. So, but no, Indiana, which I guess kind of goes with the Indianapolis 500. Uh, they have the most licensed drivers. Well, I, t- I can tell you which state has the least of the licensed drivers. <laughs> and it's a little south of Indiana. 
But uh, if you're going to be stuck on the side of the road hitchhiking, well, Indiana's a pretty good spot for you to end up. I don't know why. I guess unlicensed. I guess so. They're stereotyping unlicensed drivers. They won't pick up hitchhikers. Case okay, so Landon, you you're unlicensed, aren't you? You pick them up all the time, don't you? Always, always. Yeah. But you've got to have your concealed carry to do that. Otherwise, I would. Not sure. I'm glad you can't get them. Isn't Idaho now back to Idaho? Isn't that where they filmed? Uh, There's some hitchhikers. Pick them up. <laughs> Pick them up. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Who needs a radio? <laughs> <laughs> back to Idaho. Isn't that where they filmed Napoleon Dynamite? Um, I, I, know, I know that's where it was based at. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. It was. That, yeah. That, yeah, because the bus is called Ida Go. Ida Go. Yeah. Yeah. Because he goes, that's just an insult to you, me, and the entire gym state. The gym state, yeah. <laughs> All right, licensed drivers. We're gonna move we're gonna move what back to the west a little bit. We're gonna go into the corn state. We're going to Iowa. Now they've got the lowest divorce rate. Iowa is like this is quoting here. Iowa is like the Ireland of the United States. Apparently they're all drunks and have bad temper No, that's not what it says. Iowans are most likely to stay married for better or worse. So you think they had the lowest divorce rate, but the highest abuse rate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not surprisingly, the state with the highest divorce rate and marriage rate uh, was Nevada, due in no small part to the number of Elvis officiated nuptials. Ashton, whenever you get married, are you going to have Elvis at your wedding? Um, you know that's a really good question, and I think I'm just I think I'm just going to elope and add to that marriage rate in Nevada. <laughs> just the marriage rate, though. Yeah. Yeah. I won't. I won't I'll wait. I'll wait and get divorced, like back here in, in Texas or something. <laughs> so, okay. Here's a question: If Elvis is like the most popular, I guess impersonate Elvis impersonators. If he's the most popular person to give marriages out, what do you think would be a proper impersonator to perform like a divorce proceeding? Because hmm. I mean. You've got Elvis. He's all shook up. I mean, now he got... Was he married? He was just married to Priscilla? Is that it? I think that's right. Just the one marriage? He was married. Man, I don't know. I mean, you've got Johnny Cash. Now, he screwed Reese Witherspoon. I mean, June Carter. Right. So, they got divorced. Uh, who's been married a bunch of times as a singer? Glenn Campbell? No. Cher. Cher? Sonny? Cher. Yeah, Sonny and Cher. Madonna? Madonna. I think a Madonna impersonator. Even though she sings like a virgin, she's probably the least virgin person that ever walked the face of the earth. So I'm, I'm going to go with Madonna. Y'all don't have to agree with me, but I'm going to go with Madonna on the, uh, like, your divorce mediator. Hmm. Any thoughts, Ashton? Uh, I was kind of thinking of O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I just want to divorce her. I don't want to cut her head off. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm just saying that you run the risk of that. Cut it loose right here. <laughs> okay, just guys. Just get right to the point. Just get right. I mean, just let's just go from the throat. I'm sorry, bad choice of words. Okay, so now we're moving over to Kansas. Now, Kansas is obviously known for wheat and Ferguson. Or is that in St. Louis? I guess that's St. Louis, Missouri. That was yeah. in St. Louis. That wasn't Kansas City. Okay, Kansas has oh, the most way. teenage volunteers. Now, why do you think that might be? Why would 
Kansas have the most teenage volunteers? I would say because they're appointed by the court would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just because you're reading forward. And if you came up with that by yourself, I give you, I tip my hat to you, sir. But um, yes, this says maybe the youth, of, maybe the youth of Kansas truly want to change the world, or maybe court orders say they have to. <laughs> Casey, have you ever been? Have you ever had a court order to pick up litter on the side of the highway? I've had a lot of court orders, so I mean, I, you know, restraining orders or like just you know, I ran the game. So <laughs> run the game. OJ Simpson divorces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need. Mean, I really the best divorce mediators were Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn on Wedding Crashers, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm thinking they were fake. But uh, so now we're going over to Kentucky. Now Kentucky, um, you read the first part of this um, statistic and you're like, no way. And then you read the second part of the statistic and you're like, okay, it makes sense. Because the first part says it has the highest graduation rate, okay? But you're like, no, nah, I don't think so. But then it says for economically disadvantaged students. So, okay, yeah. One goes with the other, I guess, when it comes to a success rate of uh, graduating people from the from the mountains. But um, Casey, uh, or of anybody, if any of y'all been to the backwoods of Kentucky, Tennessee, or West Virginia? It's, uh, I have. You have? Yeah. Yep. And was there a lot of Mountain Dew? There was a lot of something, that's for sure. And it was. Uh, and it wasn't tea. You know, the crazy thing about that is, when you hear the wind blow, you do hear a banjo in the background. That's, that's no, no, no joke. You sure do got a pretty mouth, boy. Make you squeal, boy. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta paddle faster. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Ashton? You seen Deliverance? I haven't. No. Oh, man. That's a classic. We not, should just have a. We need to have a movie night with you. <laughs> We're gonna have to. I mean, it's not. It, actually, it's not really a chick flick per se. <laughs> you know. It's not a good first date movie, by any. It's any not. Trip. It's not a good first date movie. I mean, I have a running list of things that you guys have told me to watch, so I'll just add that one. Hey, we're looking out for you. I mean, these these young impressionable college girls. We're we're looking out for you because we've been there. Casey was a young impressionable college girl at one point. And Landon was chasing them and trying to impress the impressionable young college girls when he was in college. So, um, and I never got dates with him. So, been there, done that. (laughs) Got got the T-shirt and married the chick. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I hope I hope you're I hope you're taking notes, Ashton, because if you're not, I don't know what you're doing here. So, um, it's a it's a rough world out there. So, moving moving forward, we got Louisiana in here. Now, I've been to New Orleans, and I don't have to go back necessarily. because Even when I was a college kid and I went to Bourbon Street, I thought it was kind of nappy and nasty. Because um, we got there the week, it was spring break. We went there our senior year of college at Tech. And we got there the week after Mardi Gras, and we stayed right off of Canal Street, which intersects Bourbon Street. And we t- when we turned the corner to go to Bourbon Street, I almost gagged literally because of the vomit they were washing off the sidewalks and the gutters with the literal puke washer truck going down the street. It was legit nasty. Any comments? Oh, yeah, don't people. Like Go ahead, Ashton. Sorry. You add to that? When, when I would, when anytime I went to the South, whether it's, you know, down there in, in Louisiana or anywhere, I, I get why people get so fired up in the South. I mean, they, you have to be from there, like genetically, you have to be from there in order to be able to handle 
humanity. You know what I mean? Like you have to have like four generations of of, of genetic adaptation to the humanity to be able to make oh. it <laughs> well, make it work. Because holy crap, dude! I got feel like I got to cut a hole in the air before I can walk through it. Oh man! Well, we'll see. We went there during spring break, so that was March. So it was really nice. It was still pretty, you know, warm even in the evenings. But um, yeah, I would imagine it was like walking through like hot soup. Or something like that. So you were there, Somewhere. obviously, in the summertime. We were on our way someplace. It was, I think we were going to Florida. But anyway, we stopped through there, and it was, you, you couldn't, all your all the windows would fog up. Right. No matter how, whether you, you it's just a crazy thing. You know? Yeah, it's, it's a rough place to live. Uh, Ashton, yeah. have you been down to New Orleans? I haven't been to New Orleans. I've been to... Couple of other places in Louisiana, unfortunately, but never New Orleans. Unfortunately, well, the first time we went to Louisiana, it was also in college. We went to Baton Rouge. Now that, and we stayed. It was for a fraternity thing, and um, we went, and that's where um, what's in Baton Rouge? Oh, LSU. And I mean, if if I didn't that's go, to, if I didn't go to Texas Tech, I might have gone to LSU if I would have known about how cool it looked, and I mean, the people were were pretty cool and everything, and um, I was just really <laughs> impressed. They were pretty. That's nice. where dreams come to die. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was very impressed with LSU. So, um, but that's neither here nor there. So, uh, did I even say what they're? They're the most residents born in state. So Casey just basically said mm-hmm. what um, the statistic says: seventy-nine percent of Louisiana residents were born in the state. Compared to that to Nevada, where only twenty-five percent of the residents were born in the state. The lesson, nobody ever walks away from crawdads, and if they do, they get shot before they hit the Texas border. Uh, okay, now we're going way up to the opposite side of the country. We're getting up into Maine. Now, this would you would think they were the best at having all Stephen King movies based on the setting of uh, the state of Maine, but no, it's not. They have the least violent crime. And um, obviously, I didn't look uh, ahead, but it says, forget the plot of every Stephen King novel you've ever read. Maine is actually just full a bunch of upstanding citizens. Not killer clowns, zombie pets, or entire towns turning into vampires. Uh, They always vote blue every four years. So, yes, there's a few clowns, zombie pets, and vampires up there. But that's just me. Why do you think there's... Is it just too cold to, like, steal a... uh, You know, you'll steal a a Volkswagen up there? Too busy. Too busy. Honestly, Maine is is like a northern Florida when it comes to. I mean, if you really think about. It, I mean, there it's a very rural area that has some some redneck tendencies to it, and there's a. I'm sure it's it's a uh, it's a blue state for sure, but I think they have uh, they really enjoy their so, property rights so and gonna, gun rights. I'm gonna I'm pulling up the um, electoral college map by county. And I'm going to see, because it may be like Casey says, and it might be like California, where you think California is super, super liberal, and they are. But I am looking, oh, no, 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 go back. So I'm looking at this, oh, no, let me go back here. Okay, so I'm looking at this page here, and believe it or not, most all of Maine is a shade of red. I mean, that is pretty impressive here. Let me see if I can get, oh. Drop my microphone there. Um, well, this has it grayed out. That thanks a lot for graying out the exact deal I've got to uh, 
Let me see if I can pull up another one here. Okay, here we go. Yeah, most all of Maine, except for the coast, is red. So I, now, Casey, have you ever actually been up there? Yeah, I went to Maine once. That's okay. kind of a cool place. So I'm going to say, let's see. Oh, well, these links suck. So, um, yeah, pretty much if it's not touching water, it's red. Except for the very north, the very most eastern county, the rest of Maine is red. All of Vermont is blue. Uh, a good part of New, well, actually, most of New Hampshire is, you know, about half and half. But ninety, I would say ninety percent of the land area in New York State is red. So, uh, yeah. Casey, what part of Maine did you go? Was it uh, the woods or what was it? No, I went on the coast, went to like Kenny Bunkport and kind of up in that area. I see. Right around there. Saw any bushes? No. <laughs> no. No. How many people live in how many people live in California? It's like sixty million or something like that. Oh is it sixty? I thought it was like fifty something, but it may, you may be right. But if you think about it, between San Francisco, LA and San Diego, yeah. those three those make up about fifty million people worth of population. Yeah. The rest of the rest of the state. So know, yeah, so actually, I mean, the as a percentage of land area of the state, I would say probably 80% of Maine is red, but you go over to California, and it's actually probably getting 50-50. Um, it's, that blue's kind of crept a little more back to Southern California, back to the west, back to the east. But, um, well, all the red is leaving and going to Texas. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about, and they're not, and they're not very red. Did you hear about that wall they're trying to pass in California, that if you live there... Yeah. They can retro for the next ten years. They can get your no income tax. tax. I don't. Yeah. Even if you don't live there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, that's really going to keep people there. Uh, oh yeah. Way to go, uh, Gavin Newsom. So, uh, but yeah. hey, he married Catherine um, Old Guilfoyle for a little while. So. What's the next state? Huh? What's the next state? Oh, are we are we getting behind here, Landon? Okay, so that was, uh, let me get back over here. So what was that? That was Maine. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll start getting through here pretty quick. Maryland has the fewest accidental debts. Uh, debts. Deaths. I accidentally went and borrowed a million dollars last week. Um, then I accidentally <laughs> killed myself. So uh, Maryland's got the fewest accidental deaths. Massachusetts, fewest traffic fatalities. Um, now, Michigan. This is something to really hang your hat on because they have the most lighthouses. That's really <laughs> something. Sense. When, you know, when, uh, who does the, uh, go to Michigan commercials, uh, Jeff Daniels, come to Michigan. You can go up in the top of a building and there's a light rotating. That is really what we I mean, are known for. So, so what do they have? Like nine? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got Lake many, Michigan. How many, how many lighthouses are there in the yeah, world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 12 and not, Michigan's got nine yeah. of them. Yeah. So, yeah. um, we've got GPS now. We don't need lighthouses. So. Okay, now moving forward, Minnesota, they've got the most food cooperatives. Now, Landon, you can probably uh, put your two cents in here. Most food cooperatives per capita. I do like food. <laughs> well, I was talking about the cooperative part, but you know. I know. Uh, okay, Mississippi, most sleep per night. Missouri has the best trails. Montana, the longest cat lifespans. Ashton, are you a cat girl or a dog girl? I'm a dog person. A dog person. That's what I like to hear. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. I wonder how many crazy cat ladies are going to be moving to Montana after they <laughs> I guess They're that would be. God, how many Angelas would be living up there right now? 
<laughs> okay, now we've gotten to our uh, next one, and I'm going to let Casey go ahead and take this one over. Casey, you you take it right. off with um, your home state here. Well, not actually not your home state. The My state, home state's the, the state. The state you're in right now is what I mean. All right, Nebraska. <clears throat> Nebraska has the uh, most houses with uh, indoor plumbing. So, um, can you can you can can you verify that, Casey? Go flush your toilet room. Well, we got a we got a an outhouse inside, so I mean, I guess if that counts. Does it have the? Does it have like the quarter moon on the door? Yeah, quarter moon on the door, hay and everything. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Hey, yeah. is that yeah. like the, got the hay down, hay down the hole. You know what I mean? Oh, what are you doing? Got, got thumbnail on the roof. What are you pushing a brick out, and then you're making a brick with it later? Or what's what's with yep. the hay? I've never heard of the hay. I guess <laughs> you put the hay, you put the hay down in, into the outhouse, and that's hey. that's like the collector. Casey's literally shitting bricks up there in Nebraska. <laughs> Some days, yes, it's very true. I didn't know. No wonder you weren't ready. Shortage. <laughs> I, figured, I figured the hay would like be the anti-splash mechanism or whatever. Well, it's it's not as cool as a porta potty. Yeah. You know, I mean, you gotta... We can't all we can't all live in the 21st century. So yeah, no. Just just for um, a certain aspect of um, history, my dad, which he's not. I mean, he's 70, what two, and they didn't have indoor plumbing. And this was in Texas. They didn't have indoor plumbing till he was like in the fifth grade, and. That was that's saying something because even then most everybody had indoor plumbing at that point, but uh, he didn't have it till he was like so that would make him about what ten or ten or eleven, and um, they lived in a I mean they were poor as hell and they had the outhouse you know ten feet from the house and it was it was pretty legit pretty legit poor stuff, but um, Casey now I would say y'all do y'all have a pretty high percentage of uh, trailer houses. Not really, shockingly enough. I mean, we do have, you know, every town's got a trailer house, right? But it's it's not, not like the uh, the the vast swath of trailer houses that you would that you normally kind of see. The biggest reason for that is that's why we don't have very many tornadoes up here. Oh yeah, as Texas say, y'all y'all must not have very many tornadoes. No, we just, you know, we got we, every town's got like one row of, of trailer houses, what have you, but one uh, one park. Yeah. Now, now, Ashton, I know um, trailer houses are pretty co- pretty common among college students. Now, what's the, uh, I don't know if you know, but what was the, Landon, do you remember, what was that trailer park they called? Was it something palace over there, like on the west side of the city? Oh, something, man, I don't know. It was something palace. It wasn't trailer palace. It was some <laughs> paradise. Of, paradise palace. Par- par- palace paradise or something. Do you have, you Propane. <laughs> well, now, Ashton, she just has friends that get new houses when they go to college, right? Uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know of anyone that has a trailer house out here, but um, I do know there's one called Camelot. Camelot. That's nice. right over by my house. So they are coming up with really creative names. Yeah, they do try to dress up those trailer parks. It's uh, Combined CX Caliber. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's you're, a... You're, I think you're talking about Commander's Palace. Commander's Palace, that's it. Very good. I, don't, I, like, um, I like I like Camelot better because we're all equal. <laughs> <laughs> so there used to be, a, this is before they, uh, they started building the freeway, but they had uh, Shangri-La Apartments right there back at, uh, north, right north of 4th Street in Indiana. And well, there's a guy in our fraternity, he had a, an apartment in that complex, and it was... Uh, yeah, it was not. It was no. If y'all know the history of Shangri La, it was like it's like heaven for China or whatever Chinese right. Chinese religion. But it was no. 
it was no Shangri-La, to say the least. So, uh, okay, now we're moving forward. Let's see, how far are we getting into this episode? This might have to be a two-parter. I don't know. No, we're doing good. Okay, now we're out of Nebraska. We're out of the uh, greatest state of plumbing. We're going to Nevada. They've got the most hot springs. Really? That's what you're going to say Nevada's the best at when you've got Reno 911 and you've got Las Vegas. You, you could come Gold up with... Mines. Huh? Yeah, you could... I mean, the most hot spring... I didn't even think they had water in Nevada except the Bellagio. <laughs> so, um, but as the article says, most people associate Nevada with Las Vegas and its man-made wonders. But its hot springs are the perfect way to relax after you spend an hour at the Spearmint Rhino or watching the thunder from down under. The Spearmint Rhino, <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that I've been there for a bachelor party, but it was pretty legit. Um, There's a strip club. There's a strip club in Kiev, Ukraine called the Spearmint Rhino. Well, it must be a chain because that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Well, it's not that I've been there. But it's how do they, do they say it? The Spearmint Rhino? How do they say it? Yeah, like, <clears throat> You don't know what they're saying. That's the bad That's part. You, they probably say, huh? they just smile and kind of motion at you. <laughs> I feel well, it all Russian or Ukrainian. It's just yelling in that all the language is. You would swear to God that they're getting ready to get in a fight, and then they like, give each other a hug and high five, and they walk off. It's like oh. us saying "Let us pray," and they're yelling at each yeah. other the same way. <laughs> they get all fired up and like <laughs> banging their hands on the on the. Take it easy, bro. Take it easy. No, I'm very happy. I am so happy to see you right now. I could kill you. Literally. <laughs> so now New Hampshire, they have the fewest poor people. They, they're probably the best state at nobody caring about it. That's probably the best thing they're known for. Uh, New Jersey, the least smokeless tobacco usage. Now, Casey and I, are you a dipper? I was. You were a dipper. Time. Okay. Uh, Ashton, that's probably not a big turn on. No, definitely not. It's uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the first ter- per- first time I ever saw a girl dipping was actually in Washington D.C. Yeah. at a we were at a nightclub, and of course she, but she also had the man wranglers on and like the Stetson hat. I mean, she was pretty legit, but she was freaking dipping that. I think it was Copenhagen too, man. She wasn't she wasn't too shiny. She wasn't too shiny. But uh, moving forward, we got now we got New Mexico. Now this says they're the best at electing presidents. I would say they're the worst at electing presidents because what, this, what president came from there? Yeah, no, they're just good at at uh, throwing the electoral college. Oh, the I'm tracking. I'm tracking. And um, so because they're, they're, they're two and a half point electoral votes are really two and a really half. <laughs> <laughs> so i we like i said we went to durango the other a uh, couple weeks ago and we, you go through new mexico to get there from here and i always thought eastern new mexico you had to be extremely tough to live there until i got to western new mexico and got on the other side of the mountains and yeah that is completely desert i mean they and this is all re- a lot of reservation land and i mean you talk about them knowing how to give them the crappiest land that they could find and put them there. That is exactly where they did it, is western New Mexico in the desert of western New Mexico. Pretty tough place to live. So New York, you would think this they would be best at having the most assholes, but this says having the highest salaries. So, um, because this says, thankfully those salaries reflect the fact that you have to pay at least $1,300 per month to live in a 10-foot 
by 12-foot studio in a, quote, up-and-coming neighborhood. Uh, Ashton, when I was at Tech, that we had a three-bedroom house. It was not by any stretch new or very nice, but it was $750 a month for the three of us, for me and my two roommates. And this is a 10-foot, this is the size of my bedroom in that house. And they're paying $1,300 a month. Now, I don't know what the how the inflation's done in Lubbock since 2000, 2001, but I'm sure it's gone up a little bit. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Did you, you had the split, like the 750 between the three of you guys, or that yeah. was per person? No, that was, the, we split that. So it was like 200 and something a month. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was awesome. It was over there off uh, north off of Frankfurt, north of 4th Street, and uh, it was in just a regular old neighborhood. And yeah, it said like 750 a month. It was it was cheap. That's a dream. Yeah. When I was going to college. I had a, <clears throat> I had six roommates, no, five roommates, six of them, yeah, six of us, and we had a uh, each of us. Our rent was two fifty a piece, but our electric bill divided by six was two fifty a piece as well. So it was a it was a an amazing thing. There's a closet upstairs that if you want to know what the temperature was outside or what the weather was like, just go in that closet. It's if it was if it was ten degrees outside, it was ten degrees in that closet. If it snowed, it snowed in the closet, and you know, so it was, it was great. Your electrical yeah. bill was two fifty a man. Yeah, it was, it was all, uh, all electrical heat then. Yeah, everything. I mean, and it was the uh, they turned the attic into bedrooms so that there was no insulation in the ceiling whatsoever. So it was uh, you, you couldn't keep it cool. Yeah. So it was, more hot, for that matter. More hot, yeah. Of course, you probably didn't get just terrible. Well, no, I guess y'all were there where you get hot, but uh, that's a yeah, that's a great story there. So okay, now we're in, we're in the Carolina here. We got North Carolina. They're the biggest producer of sweet potatoes. I don't really see anything there. North Dakota. Now I don't know who wants to go into this one. Um, Casey, do you want to? That's take what this she said. Or, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think they would have a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> you think they would have a hard time measuring talk about a cold closet <laughs> <laughs> you think they would have a hard time measuring genitalia of the male sort in North Dakota seeing as how it doesn't get above freezing but one week in July but apparently North Dakota is known for their big penises there um, oh, I know Casey tried to preempt this with saying he's never been to North Dakota and now we know that he hasn't <laughs> But um, I don't know what kind of survey. Did they go to like a high school uh, and then like just asked all the guys in like gym class if they had big Johnsons or not? I mean, yeah. you know, you know, that's a really scientific survey. It's like a 10 inch Coke can. So in case you're wondering, <laughs> it's like a cheese wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashton, do you have any do you have any comment on this one? I, you know, the only thing that I'll say is I feel like there's about seven people that actually live in North Dakota, or is it, it's North Dakota. Correct, yeah. So, uh, I don't, you know, I feel like their calculations, it just has to be off because not too many guys, I feel like, live there in the first place. Oh, yeah, the sample size isn't very, isn't quite big enough, you would say? They they should. (laughs) Exactly. They should. They should change their state motto to "No, it's not laundry day." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So now Ohio. Now they're a little more sophisticated, apparently, than North Dakota. But um, they have the most library visits. Did I say just say library? They have the most library visits per capita 
This would be impressive if it was still 1987. Yeah. Uh, they must not have the internet there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know they, this, this article is a couple years old, but it's not 20 years old. Do they also have the most blockbusters still? <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have the most blockbusters and MySpace accounts still active. Oh. Wait, which, which state are we on? Or would you say Oregon? Ohio. Ohio. Okay. okay. Yes. Ohio. So they've got the most library visits per capita. Oklahoma's got the most man-made lakes. We, okay, that's cool. Oregon, they that's have the... the... Go ahead. Oh, nothing. They've, Oregon has the most craft breweries per capita. So you've got... Oregon also has the most pretentious assholes that walk around this country. But uh, Pennsylvania, ironically enough, has the most revenue for casinos. Do what, Landon? I'd rather go to a library than a craft brewery. <laughs> I'd rather go there in the north. I'd rather be looking for something that has that finish of a hazelnut with that aftertaste of a bourbon barrel mix. And uh, it's oaky. It's real oaky. <clears throat> that strong finish. Here, see here, and I don't know if I've talked about this. Okay, alcohol is fine and everything, but why does my A one have to have a whiskey flavor to it? Because they make like steak sauce with like out like whiskey flavor. Who likes that? Ashton, do you like that kind of stuff? I mean, now my wife makes awesome beer bread. Now that is awesome. But whiskey flavored food, huh? I could do without whiskey to begin with. Yeah. Now, so when we were up in Durango, they had this beehive uh, honey tourist trap thing that we went to. And they, so they had the honey alcohols. They had honey vodka, honey whiskey. Honey, my Joanna bought. <laughs> Two or three bottles of this honey wine or whatever, and I don't know really what that's all about. But um, I tried the vodka. They give you like little samples or whatever, and yeah, it tastes like vodka. Your chest, so it's like feels like something hits you in the chest when you take a hit of the vodka. And um, I just don't really get where the honey comes into play. So I, I never really got into the whiskey flavored um, seasonings for your for your foods. But that's just I like whiskey. It's so good. I like whiskey with Coke, but that's about you know that's about it. My one of my friends, so my one of my friends made a whiskey sour the other day, or the mm. other night, and I had no idea this had egg whites in it. Was he on his period or something? Huh? Well, no, he was coming off of it. Okay, makes sense. No, <laughs> uh, now, uh, so you've probably never had a whiskey sour, Ashton. No, I haven't. I'm I'm like a vodka kind of girl. Yeah, I'm a vodka kind of girl myself. I love to really feed my wife with a whole bunch of vodka, so um, it really uh, <laughs> just uh, kind of gets the um, juices flowing. But no, I'm a vodka guy myself, and uh, I dig it. I like talking, I can love vodka. I like it. You talking like Tito's vodka, Ashton? Is that your favorite? Yeah, it is actually. Fred <clears throat> Vodka Friday. Get some. Okay. Well. Um, we're, so we're going to get down the list here. If anybody has, we're getting probably long on our time here, but um, let's get down to some of the ones that count. So Texas, we have the most wind energy. Now, that's probably true. Um, Tennessee, they've got the largest walleye ever caught. You think that's catfish hunt? No. What was the catfish in, um, was that catfish hunter in um, Dr- Grumpy Old Men? I want to, now he's a baseball player. I want to see, uh, I want to see a picture of this bad boy. Oh, what do they call the name of the fish? Yeah, in Gr- isn't it Catfish Hunter? I know he was a baseball player, but... Yeah, it may, it may have been. I, I can't remember. Catfish Hunter. Utah's the most charitable. Vermont has the most Bias. frequent exercisers. Washington has the bicycle, is the most bicycle-friendly state in the Union. 
Uh, let's see. West Virginia has the highest home ownership rate. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard. To, it's not hard to own a own a porch that you live under. A shanty. <laughs> but we saved the best for last. Now we said earlier that you have to get to to get to Idaho. Do you have to go through Wyoming? And Casey, if you ever go on a bender or back in the days when you were single, you always went to Wyoming, didn't you? Because they have the lowest rate of the drip. Is it the is syphilis the drip or the clap? Get it? Clap. Okay, I never can keep those two uh, nomenclatures straight. So syphilis is the clap. So Al Capone died from the clap. Uh, it feels like I'm pissing rangers over here. <laughs> I can't. And uh, I think it was neuro neuro syphilis, wasn't it? So uh, he went. Oh, yeah. crazy. Not only was it, not only. Not only did it burn when he peed, but he couldn't remember why he was peeing to begin with. It's like Joe Biden. Same thing Henry VIII died from. No kid. Well, yeah. Well, when you cut that many heads off, cut that many heads off, it's great. Oh, man. Well, guys, we got to get out of here because I don't know. I don't even know if I've got that much data left on my computer to uh, store away. But um, we're going to thank Casey. We're going to thank Ashton. We're going to thank Landon. And especially we're going to thank myself because I put this all together and stuttered through most of this thing. But, um, I know we had, let's see, I'm going to go back to gallery view and see if anybody, everybody's still in it. Ashton, are you still there? I am, yes. That's great. Now, um, we've got everything to look forward to. Ashton, great to have you on here. Landon, so-so, Casey, go to Wyoming Word. is what I'm saying. So, uh, But until next time, guys, we're going to be back. Clickety-clack. Clickety-clack with a <laughs> chick-chack and a tic-tac. So um, until next time, guys, y'all stay safe, y'all stay happy, and we'll ask you. What side of the line are you North side. on? North side. North side. <laughs> Ashton, why don't you go ahead and do one? <laughs> A little closing bit? Yeah. They're all popping off their little cuties. Ashton, I was just saying, Ashton what side? Of, shut up! Ashton, <laughs> what side of the line are you on? Mm, you're going to have to explain that one to me because I am not exactly sure how to answer you, it. You just say anything that comes in here. It makes no sense. Gotcha. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm going to say South Side, and hopefully the listeners might think I'm a little bit hard. Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll ask you what side of the line are you on, and we're out. The Dry Line Farmer Podcast. Well, it's not really brought to you by. It's a new segment we have, and here he is. It's brought to you by. This is Tom Tenso. The Dryland Farmer Podcast, All Rights Reserved 2020, a member of the Global Ag Network.